Welcome to They Mostly Podcast at Night, episode 203, Midsummer. Let the podcast begin. Oh, that's an interesting uh, tagline. I love that tagline. Yes. 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 Yes, queen. Yes, queen. <laughs> Hello. Hey, car- Carnage. Carnage. Hey, Carnage. Getting that license plate with my name, my boy. Hi, Chaos. You're getting the license carnage. plate, Carnage. Either that or go awry. Go awry. That would be a good one too. Things above. <laughs> things. So many things go awry. That would be funny, but nobody would get it except for us. Our listeners would get it. All five of you. You probably would have to get go awry because they probably wouldn't let you have carnage. Well, I thought it's funny. Like C four R and H four G. I think the BMV knows how things go and would be like that. Looks like it spells carnage. Let's not let her have that. We'll see. They didn't let me have Bach off. Like Bach B A C H. Bach off when I was sixteen. Like that's what I'm saying. I think they'll be able to know that C four R N four G E spells carnage. Fine, whatever. Just saying. I get chaos, and I guess, huh? Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> go awry. That's my that's my backup plan. Is go awry. Your go backup is go awry. So what's new? Um, things and I, stuff and stuff. I um I was trying to think I had something to say earlier today but now I can't think of it what it was like something for the movie or the podcast for the podcast in general, oh, okay. in general. I have things to say about the podcast today what about the movie today this movie gave me weird dreams that's all I can remember I used to know what they were I woke up knowing what they were but now all I can remember is thinking how weird they were you need a dream journal so you can write that shit down next time i should have written it down this morning yeah because we could have talked about your dreams on a podcast because what do strangers like to hear about other strangers their dreams i think that's pretty boring nobody likes to hear that <laughs> hey shut up i tell you my dreams all the time no i meant like friends like to hear friends dreams but if you don't know each other you probably don't no, care i kidding that was sarcasm anyway when I said, what do strangers like to hear about other strangers? Their dreams. Oh, yeah. It might well. not have sounded like sarcasm because... Then you would have been correct. <laughs> um, What else? I just, I, I've been on leave for a while now and the boredom is starting to creep in. I don't know what that is. I'm on strike, so I don't know what that is. Yeah. I'm not saying I want to go back to work by any means. Oh, okay. I was going to say. I'm still, I'm, I still want to be on leave. I'm just, although I cleaned a lot today. That's nice. So, I got a lot of cleaning done, yeah. I moved things. I moved the crafting stuff over to the crafting area and organized the crafting area a little bit and then I cleaned up my knitting and crocheting stuff and put it away in my room and um stuff like that what did I do that what was that I have no idea what that was okay I'm not gonna worry about it then I think you did that but yeah did I, do that? I think you did yeah Awesome. Just call me Urkel. Yeah, oh, yeah, you did do that because you moved the box, which knocked the controller off of the stool. Which lit the house on fire that Jack built. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, what about you? Anything going on with you lately? Just more death threats, I mean. From you or no, oh okay no, no. from me to other people. from you to others that's yeah. what I thought gotcha yeah yeah no no I don't usually get them a whole lot so probably said I mean you're a mean person I'm a mean person <laughs> giving away death threats hey you know what 
I'm not going to sell them. No one would buy them, so I have to give them away. And I think it's kind of nice that I give them away. They don't sell you death threats. You don't make people pay for their death threats? No, that's kind of charitable of me. Let's be honest. I could sell them. I could make you pay me to threaten you. You could be like, hey, that $50 you just gave me, guess what? Go die. (laughs) You You gotta be better than that. Go die. You can't be just go die. Be like, I'm going to take you out to a subway station in New York and beat the shit out of for dead. You have to be more specific. I mean, $50 would buy you a pretty good death threat. Let's be honest. No, $50 is my baseline. $50 is where I start. $50 is go die. You, that's why you're not popular. <laughs> that's why I give more death threats. I don't you know. Do. I, I think that's pretty good. My death threats are high caliber. You, you want a, like a good death threat about... <gasps> Getting beaten in a subway station and left for dead, that's at least a hundred bucks. <laughs> um, should we talk about who we are and what we do so we could because this is a long fucking movie. So I feel it is, like we're gonna have a long podcast. But we before. do have something to talk about and that's what we're doing tomorrow. What's that? We have something to talk about? Yeah, our tremors marathon. Well yeah, I didn't know we were gonna talk about it now. Oh we're gonna talk about it now? Well, when do you wanna talk about it? Never. <laughs> I've never seen Tremors. Yes, Carnage has never ever. seen Tremors. Ever, yeah. ever, ever. And when we did the Tremors episode, which you should totally go listen to, it was me, uh, Chaos, and a Maverick. Mm-hmm. Maverick, not me, and Carnage. I was kind of in the hospital with a shark bite. Carnage was in the hospital having wrestled with the Lake Erie monster Bessie. <laughs> and so uh, she was not here to guest, well, to guest. She was not here to do wow. Tremors. Four years and 200 podcasts later, I just know now that I'm a guest. You're just a guest. Awesome. Yeah, sorry. Thanks. All this time you've secretly been a guest host see, and you I haven't know, known it. I knew it because you'd be like, I'm your host, Kaz, and this is Carnage. And I knew it. I <laughs> never said that. I've always said... I'm your host, Chaos, and you would just um, always come back with, and I'm your co-host, Carnage, and I don't know why. I never told you to say that, but you always did. Now I'm a guest host. It's fine. So now you're a guest host. So tomorrow we are taking care of that with, with our friend Bubbles from the interview with the vampire episode. Yeah, Bubbles and um, Banjo Pants were kind of horrified when they found out. That you'd never, never seen, seen Tremors. Tremors. And I didn't know there was like 500 Tremors movies. Seriously, <laughs> didn't know this. I thought there was like Seven. Two, three maybe at the most. <laughs> and yes, and you didn't know that they all have one one actor who... Obviously, it's like, it's like, it's always like this, it's like the typical thing where in the first, there's an all-star cast, and then you get the second movie, and then you'll get maybe like one of the original actors to come back. Like Sharknado, yes. (laughs) From the first movie, and then, but in Tremors, it's like every single um, sequel, the same actor comes back. Jamie Kennedy? No. Oh, why did I think Jimmy Kennedy was in it? He is in some of the sequels. Oh, okay. Not like two or anything. He's in some of the. He's in a couple of the later sequels. Oh, okay. Um, which is why I'm watching these movies. Weird that you thought that because yeah, he is in some a couple of the later sequels. He is the only reason why I'm watching these movies. (laughs) Well, you're gonna be disappointed. (laughs) Damn it. I'll be like spending the whole day be like, where's Jamie Kennedy? I I shouldn't have, I should have been like, yeah, totally. And let you watch the first one thinking that Jamie Kennedy was going to show up eventually so that you were just sitting there the whole time. Just like, where's Jamie Kennedy? Where's Jamie Kennedy? Where's Jamie Kennedy? I'm kind of like Dwight from the office when he goes to see Grizzly Man. Because you just never know when a grizzly tech shows up. He said, like, love actually or something. Because <laughs> you never know when a grizzly attack shows up. That's you never right. know when Jamie Kennedy shows up. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. He could be the tremor. I don't know. You don't know. You don't know what the is tremor the is. Is called the tremor? That worm thing that looks like out of Beetlejuice, is it called the tremor? No. Is it just based on the earth movement tremors that the worm makes? Yes, obviously. Oh, God, fine. 
What's the monster called in it? It's called a. I shouldn't tell you. Fine. I should make you wait. Make me wait. I'm gonna make you wait. Oh, I hate you. You gotta wait to learn everything about Tremors because Tremors is magical. <laughs> it's not a unicorn, dude. Give it a rest. No, I don't want to. I want you to manage your expectations. It's not the most magical movie that ever movied or anything like that. Unless there's a leprechaun riding on a unicorn over a rainbow to a pot of gold, it ain't magical. Sorry about it. It's just a fun movie. Okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, we were just surprised and slightly appalled. So we're going to make. <laughs> Carnage watch Tremors and three of the sequels. Yay. <laughs> so excited. So excited. I'm excited. I can't wait to see him again because I've seen the like most recent sequel kind of recently, but it's and I've seen the first one kind of recently, but it's been a while since I saw the first like four movies. You own them, don't you? Yeah. You cannot get out of this. <laughs> no, I'm There's fine. There's no way. Now, so it's fine. It's fine. I'll, There's I'll get no through way. it. Reba McIntyre's in it. Is that supposed to be a selling point? I mean, <laughs> I, I guess not. I. It's just a, she does do a song. Okay, you're making it worse. She doesn't sing in the movie. <laughs> she sings like for the credit, like for the soundtrack. We are not watching the soundtrack or the credits if it's a country music. No. God, is this take the down south? No. Is there a lot of country music in these movies? No. Okay, good. I'm going to make something really horrible for you to watch. I'm going to make you sit. I'm going to make you watch something horrible that I love. You already have. Ding. You've you've already no. accomplished this. No, I've only made you watch one Bond movie in the last, like, four years. I'm going to find something better for you to watch. Something that I enjoy that you will fucking hate. I don't know. Let's see. Final Destination. No, no, Final no, no, Destination no, 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 no. 2. Final Destination Things 3. Things we do for the podcast do not count. Strangers. No. You made me do the Final Destination movies before I ever did this podcast. Uh-huh. Yes. Maybe one of them. Yeah. So that That's still one. counts. Dang one. <laughs> anyway, maybe we should talk about who we are and what we do. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Move it on. Move it on, because this is a long-ass intro now. Well, I mean, ten minutes of it is us laughing, so don't... There's a lot to cut out in the first part, so don't worry about that. Oh, I'm leaving it in. You are not leaving that. I am. I can leave whatever I want in. You can't make me cut it out. You are drunk with control, and that is just not... (laughs) mm -mm. That's what happened with Putin. Did you mean power? No, you're drunk with control, and that's like Putin. I'm going to start calling you Putin for this podcast. (laughs) You are the Putin of this podcast. What? What? Are you going to go to uh, I Spit on Your Podcast and declare war on them? I mean, what are you going to do next? Yes. Putin? Then we're going to just, we're going to invade I Spit on Your Podcast. Wait, that's not funny. We shouldn't be, we shouldn't be uh, making jokes about this. Well, no, but I'm just saying, you like, you are. Fine, I'll I, call you the Hitler of this podcast. Is that better? I am. Less timely? I, either way, it, it involves... Fine. Winston Churchill? <laughs> he was a dick. People don't like to remember that Winston Churchill was a dick, but he was. Herbert Hoover? Who would be the Hoover Hoover of this podcast? Oh, man, I'm out of drink. You are the Hoover. Who? Herbert Hoover. Hoover. Herbert Hoover? <laughs> Is that who you're trying to say? That's what I said, yes. Anyway, tell them who we are and what we do so we can go on because I've got things to say about this episode. You're just, and I know you're just vamping, so I can't say what I want to about this goddamn movie. So moving along here. We are the mostly podcast at night. Mostly. <laughs> Very aggressively. We are the. <laughs> we are two best friends of 20 years who bicker and banter our way through a different horror movie each week. We pick, tur- pick turns. <laughs> take turns picking the flicks because it'd be weird if we didn't uh we also hashtag have have hashtag friendship goals because we um mma style fight in the 
hashtag octagon in the hashtag Mariana Strangefate when we don't see eye to eye on movies and spoilers ahead and expletives ahead. Is that fast enough for you? I don't know why you say hashtag octagon. I never hashtag the octagon when I, when I, I pimp the podcast. I always do hashtag Mariana Strangefate, but never the octagon. I don't pay attention to what you freaking hashtag. Wow. You don't watch what I do. Fine. I go into the podcast. Actually, I go into the IG account all the time, but I don't really pay attention to the pod, the wow things. Fine. No, uh, it's fine. Um, this week, <clears throat> did you warn them ahead? I said spoilers and expletives. Oh, okay. Yes. This week we did Midsummer. Started in two thousand nineteen. Got an R rating. It was a two-hour and 28-minute-long movie. We can shorten the summary. And it got a 7.1 on the IMDb scale. What about the tomato meter? So glad you asked. Because you see, the tomato meter is a certified fresh. I was going to say green splotch. It's certified fresh at an 83%. Critics consensus ambitious impressively crafted and above all unsettling midsummer further proves writer director ari aster is a horror archer to be reckoned with audience score a little bit lower 63 percent okay let's do cast and then i have a summary and then i've got two important things to say so do not let me forget my two important things to say about this movie okay let's just have a really short episode well why don't you tell them why you picked this movie for women in horror month first before oh. we do cast okay as much as women in horror movie month it is and i picked this m- this movie because this uh was on a list of um top feminist horror movies honestly i knew nothing about the movie it just showed up on this list of feminist horror movies. Have um, you not learned your lesson from Pride movies? When we just pick stuff that end up on a movie of Pride movies and they're horrifying? That was different. Okay. This one was a list. This one I had also heard things about. And the other one I just picked at random. Okay. So, um... This one and this one also also had really good movies on the list that we had done before that I would agree with their choices with. So I figured it was a solid pick because there were movies like The Babadook, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, um, which was last year's Women of Horror movie pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the what was the one with the cello and the violin the perfection the perfection are you surprised i remember that movie no i know you like that movie no i know but i don't remember anything ever like, i know I don't you know don't who you are sometimes <laughs> you don't you forget me all the time <laughs> i'm just like do you remember that we had a podcast today and you were like no I did forget the movie till last night. <laughs> yeah, you did. That's okay. Yeah, that's I'm more like, fresh that way, though. Hey, that's the first time I think you've ever done that. Yes, so I'm true. I'm not gonna say anything. Besides, I think we need to forget this movie a little bit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> do I do casting? Yeah, let's do the cast. Okay. You, uh, so Danny was Florence Pugh. She's from Black Widow, Little Women, and Fighting with My Family. Christian was Jack Rayner from Macbeth, Cherry, and On the Basis of Sex. Pele was Wilhelm Blomgren. Um, it reminds me of the girl with the dragon tattoo. Swedish. I don't know. But he was in Vimintu and Gosta. Josh was William Jackson. My favorite. Uh, William Jackson Harper, isn't it? Oh, I couldn't see his whole name. Sorry. That's William good. Jackson Harper. Um, our only American in the whole cast, even though the other four, other f- three of the four are supposedly Americans. Um, I love him. He's from The Good Place and The Man of the Woods and Darkwater. Yes. Chidi. The Good Place. I love him, too, from The Good Place. And Mark was Will Poulter. He's from uh, We're the Millers, the Maze Runner movies, and The Score. And I loved him in We're the Millers. Yes, he was good in that. Um, I have... Do you want a five-second summary? Oh, and I like this director, Ari Aster, too. Oh, yeah. Um, yes, I would love a five-second summary. One of Carnage's famous 
quicker this time. Five second summaries. The village got together with the wicker man, moved to Sweden, added a lot more flesh and pubic hair, and things went awry. <laughs> it did. It sure, sure did. So I have two things to say okay. before we get into the thing. Um, the first thing is, is that chaos <laughs> did not look up the warnings in this movie. Nope. And I'm looking, I looked at the warnings before I, be, I did look at the warnings before I watched the movie, but I never, you know, I take them lightly sometimes, but it's like sex and nudity, severe, violence and gore, severe, alcohol and drugs, severe, frightening and intense scenes. I don't really agree with this one, but it says severe, profanity moderate. So we're going to make up, moderate. we're going to make up for the profanity here. Um, I, I didn't think it was very, it was like, everybody says it's so unsettling. I didn't find it to be. I, it was too. It, it was, it was too like freaking sunshiny and flowery to be <gasps> to that unsettling. Like a lot of people got this sense of unsettlingness despite all the sunshine and rainbows and flowers, but I did not. Don't let the midnight sun fool you. Murders will happen. Uh, yeah. Well. Don't yeah. Let the midnight sun. Though. Um. The other thing I noticed before we get into the summary is Mark. Will Poulter. I'm like, God, I, and I, I did see we're the, we're, we are the Millers, or we're the Millers. Uh, but I'm like, why does this kid look so familiar? Why does this seem so familiar? Because i never seen this movie. I'm like, oh, that's right. Because Mark ends up on many Watch Mojo lists for one of the most annoying characters and stupid characters in horror movies. Like, he's, mm. wow, like, I love Watch Mojo lists. He's wound up on, like, three different fucking horror movie lists for being, like, the dumbest fucking character alive. Mm-hmm. So he peed on the ancestral tree. Yes, and wondered why he died. No, but that's just jumping ahead. I love the Midnight Sun, though. It freaks you out. It's so cool, though. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I've never experienced it before, but I think it would be cool. Yeah. Um, I experienced somewhat of it in Alaska. I was about a week early from the Midnight Sun, but it was eleven o'clock and it was still sunny out, and it was fucking stupid. Like, good stupid, though. Like, it was stupid. It was awesome. So, you gotta go to Alaska in June. That's no, when you'll I see don't. the night sun. Go to Sweden then in June. I don't know. Go somewhere. Go to Iceland. In- you gotta go somewhere in June where the sun don't shine. I'll go to Sweden. I'll go to Stockholm in June. Stockholm doesn't get in the night sun. Why not? <laughs> it does. Like, I know. Like, it's well, in it's Sweden. Like, it's, Why is it-, it doesn't. I don't think it gets full midnight sun because of it's more south. You have to look it up. The more, the more okay. north is when you get the midnight sun. Well, whatever. I'll go to Sweden in June. Fine. Go to Sweden. So be it. I will. Don't go to Alaska. But I'm not going to this place. This place is fucked up. No, it's fucking awesome. What are you talking about? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Well, let's start off at the beginning, though. Well, we can kind of skim over the beginning. Because it's pretty quick. I mean, like... It's pretty this, fucking horrifying. This, That's like the most horrifying part of the whole movie. Okay. All right. Well, I thought so. You didn't think so? I, it's terrible. Um, but I just figured it was, you could go over, I don't know. Okay. If you don't want to talk about it, we don't have to. It's just, it's just, it's really terrible. Well, first, I just want to talk about how much of a dick christian is yes um i'd I'd heard of this movie so much because of what a dick this guy is you got christian the boyfriend of danny he just talked to his girlfriend about you know she's going through a rough time blah 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 blah, whatever and then he's with his friends and they're like well you want to dump her anyway you want to, you were gonna dump her anyway, and think about all the Swedish milkmaids. You know, you got to dump her. Be- it's kind of like American Pie. You got to dump her before summer break happens. Because yeah, you got to dump her before you go on vacation. He's such a douchebag just from the very beginning. Like, I, I, I him and Mark. I just want to smack the shit out of both of them. <laughs> yeah, but it's like the introduction to them. Yeah, um, that is what I meant. We you could skip through is their introduction, kind of. Sorry, was just that, like. Like, he's a dick. He wants to dump her, but she's having trouble with her sister. And then she's got this family tragedy. And then, yeah, she she says, something's wrong. My sister emailed me this cryptic email, and now she's not responding. Um, 
and then everybody's reassure or he's re- reassuring her that it's nothing. But he's not even barely reassuring. He her. doesn't he's like, really care. They're there. It's okay. Pat on the head. Yeah, he he's doesn't a care. Dick even doing that, like from the get go. Because he doesn't care. He's kind of sending prick. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Continue on. So he doesn't care. Um, and she's worried about pushing him away with her family bullshit. I shouldn't say bullshit. She's worried about sending him away, pushing him away with her family stuff, which she is, but she shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Like, he should be a supportive boyfriend. But she's talking to, on the phone, to her friend about, am I pushing him away because I'm always, like, pulling him into my family stuff? And it's and her, her friend is reassuring her, no, he should be a supportive boyfriend. Like, he should be there for you. That's, like, part of his job as your boyfriend, as as being there for you when you're having issues. Are you okay? Yes. No, I was trying not to. Oh, okay. And she, but she's got this weird email from her sister saying that something like the darkness is coming. Um, Mama, dad are fighting. Uh, yeah, the darkness is coming. Goodbye. Goodbye. Mom and dad are coming too. And she's like, I think she's have, having a fight with mom and dad. I can't, I don't know. I can't tell. And he's like, oh, you know, you're, you're, you know, like she's always saying this stuff. You're just feeding into it by responding to her. Like you should, you should ignore her basically because she's just a drama queen. And then the next thing we know, there's emergency response people at her parents' house where turning off their cars where like the cars had been running and uh hoses had been taped from the exhaust running up the stairs and under her parents' door where they were sleeping and to her sister's face. That was like the horrifying one when they she taped it to her face like mm-hmm. Oh, like that gave me that gave me the heebie-jeebies. Now that unsettled me. Yeah. That whole scene. That was very unsettling. So instead of breaking up with her, he so actually... yeah, now he can't break up with her because she's had this tragedy. Right. So instead he he invites her along. He's such a douchebag. He's like, yeah, he tells his friends, yeah, I invited her along to Sweden for our trip, but she's not going to come. But she but it was your idea and you're supportive of it. Of course she fucking comes. Yeah. Because because wouldn't you go with your boyfriend on vacation? To Sweden for a month and a half? Yes, I would. Yeah, like, of course. That would be awesome. Yes. And you're a student. You can. Which, they're like PhD students, too. It's so funny. I'm like, how did Mark ever get into the PhD? uh, Not Mark. Well, no. How did Mark get into the PhD program? And Christian. And well, we're not. Sh- we don't know if Mark is a PhD student. Though, I mean, how did Christian get to the PhD? But how program? did yeah Christian even get into the PhD program? Because he doesn't seem smart enough. So, um, what's Chidi's name? Um, uh, what's his name in the movie? Remind me. I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, Josh. I could never remember his name the whole movie. I know the whole movie. I kept thinking Chidi. Yeah. <laughs> so horrible. I don't mean to typecast you. I'm so sorry, dude. Um, I just love you so, your character so much. But uh, he is actually really into this. So they're going to Sweden for Pele's um, traditional family. It's every... Okay, so here's what I get. It's every 90 years they've got this um, yeah. special ceremony. Although they've got a May Queen every year. Yeah. They're... Well... He says it occurs once every 90 years, but I'm pretty sure it happens every year. Because... He says, like, oh, yeah, I grew up in a commune. And he just kind of makes it sound like that's, it's just, it's normal people, but they're a commune. Right. Which, like, happens in those those countries, quote unquote. 
because like I was just reading, I, reading, I was just watching a video um, the other day about how in Denmark they have like communal living spaces and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So like that's not so unheard of that it couldn't be like a normal, like it doesn't mean they're a cult. No. But in this case, it turns out in this case that they are. Yeah, and they fly over there, and they're like, they're big into like the drugs. Like they even what was it? Mushrooms the first thing they do when they first get there. They first get there and they get handed a bag of mushrooms. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I Uh, was like, oh sweet. And um, they they leave their car and they they meet up with all like his brother, his commute commune brother, and uh, he's brought two people from England that he's made friends with. Which that whole situation was weird too. Like I was dating her. No, we we went on one date, or it wasn't even a date, or the whole. Some... She's like, "Well, I didn't even know it was a date." Yeah, and then they started, you know, dating. But I mean, um, there's two of them from England, uh, Simon and, um, which they're not even barely in it, so we didn't bother with the casting. Mm-hmm. Um, but Simon and uh, Connie. And it's the four of them. Josh, Mark, Christian, and Danny. And Josh is really into it because this is what he's doing his dissertation on. Yeah, he's doing his dissertation on the Midsummer Festivals. He's going on after Sweden to uh, Germany and England. Right, to do all sorts of different ones. Yes. Um, But the rest of them there are just there for a good time. Mm Mm-hmm. Which they get more than they bargained for. Definitely. So does Josh. I feel bad for Josh. I like Josh a lot. He's my favorite. I do too, but he did do something wrong. Well, and they, they take... So there's all these people there when they get to the commune. The first... Okay, so, I mean, the story kind of tells itself in the very first scene when you get to the commune where it's the love story. And it tells... Panel by panel, what happens? You see the woman cut her pubes off, bake it in a pie, give it to the man. The man falls in love. I mean, that's like, um like an old spell. It's like back when I was Wiccan, I totally like seriously. Yeah, I read that love spell. Yeah, that's a totally real love spell. Like the Disgusting. she like she like puts her period blood in a cup. And, oh God! Yeah. That's a real love spell. Oh, but it's right there. They're like, oh, it's our love story. And they're like, oh, that's nice. I'm like, do you guys not see the pictures? Yeah. Like, even Mama Carnage was watching this with me, and I was like, oh, look, there she is baking her pubes in the pie later for Christian. Mm-hmm. And he finds the pube in the pie. She's like, how did you know that? I'm like, were we not watching the same movie? It, it showed everything. Because like, I must have missed her cutting off her pubes. I'm like, it was quite there. It was right there. It yeah. was right there. I know. Like, everything they saw... Everything that was going to happen was, like, painted right on the wall somewhere, basically. Like, they weren't hiding anything. No, they really weren't. Um, And they're very, yeah, they're very cultish, where they they stand until it's time for them to sit. They eat together. Like, they work as, like, one, basically. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting. And they have, like, the seasons of the year are very literal. They're, like, as the seasons of their people's lives, Mm -hmm. and... Oh, and they separate them off. Yeah, so they're talking about how they separate them off into different houses. Mm-hmm. And that's the seasons. And he says, I think it's like 60 to 72 is the winter. And mm-hmm. then she's like, what do you happen after 72? And Pele even makes a line with, you know, they think he's joking. He just, yeah, he smiles and makes a line across his neck like, well, like, they kill him. So, sign. you know, death. They think he's joking. But the very next day, the two eldest go through this whole like ritual thing and then jump off a big fucking cliff yeah and then the one guy survives so they take a mallet and they just like rant they just smash his fucking face in i, well, I thought those might have been his kids because there were four specific people that went up there with the mallet and one after one even though they the very first one obviously smashed his face in they each took a turn in the mallet. I'm like oh maybe those are his kids and it's still kind of ritualistic yeah maybe and they're trying to, they're like Simon and Connie freak out even more so than the Americans. Like I thought they would have been American the way they were shouting and shrieking. Yeah, no, the Londoners, they completely freak the F out, like even worse than everybody else. Like, I, I mean, the Americans freak out too. And 
and but they really freak out and then um the one the the elder who's not gonna throw herself off the cliff she's like you didn't warn them for this like hello like like you should have said something i don't know if she really meant that but but she was all like oh i'm so sorry they didn't warn you and yeah right sure lady well i'm trying to it's a cycle of life you know right like, they're done with their bodies and she'll be re- the, you see that pregnant one right there she'll be named in her aunt you know like that's right be born. and and Ugh. i'll be joyously grateful to throw myself off a cliff when it's my turn and like like i refuse to believe that there isn't one of you who gets cold feet seriously i mean come on well i love uh it was very graphic when the woman throws herself off and her face just like busts open like a melon and the reason that happens is because your head is a vacuum so that is accurate thank you bill nice science guy you're welcome <laughs> but it was just very graphic as well. it was very graphic yeah it was like oof hard to watch so simon and connie want to get the fuck out like i'm surprised the americans don't like, i'm surprised they don't immediately want to leave but they've still got um like i, I the thing that ama- amazes me what was that i don't know did you hear that? I did, but it wasn't me this time. It sounded like one of the cats, but I don't think it was, though. No, it wasn't the cat. Or something. Yeah, that's weird. Okay. Uh, because, uh, what? saying the thing that amazes you. We're talking about the Americans not leaving. Oh, yeah, is that, like, what's his name? Christian wants, after this happens... He decides he wants to make his dissertation about this commune. Yeah. Which Josh pisses Josh off. Like, Oh, it pisses Josh off so bad. Well, and Paley pisses Josh off, too, because he's like, oh, he came to me first. No, the whole idea before even coming here, Josh told you he was going to mm-hmm. do his dish. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? You're Paley's a dick. Yeah, Paley's like, kind of a he dick. He knew he was bringing him to their death. He totally hits on Danny. Oh, yeah. Um he totally fucks them over mm-hmm. and he just deserves to die and they're your friends you you bring your friends to this cult to be sacrificed like spoiler alert <laughs> but you round up your friends I mean I guess that's you couldn't get I guess you couldn't get strangers to go with you but yeah that'd be pretty hard hey you want to go on a free trip to Sweden never to be seen again just seems like a dick move to sacrifice your friends oh yeah definitely well i don't know maybe in his world he doesn't see it that way he sees it as like an honor i'm honoring my friends by yeah i guess i guess that makes sense because the cultists who volunteer see it as an honor so simon um and connie want to leave simon just disappears and, mm-hmm. and Connie's told, well, the, the truck would only fit two. And he took the train ahead of you, but they'll be back for you. No, they said, well, they had to take him first because it the train leaves in 90 minutes and it takes nine, and 35 minutes to get there. So he had to leave right away. Mm-hmm. So that's why he left and they'll be back to grab you and take you to the train. But the truck only sat too. Right. That's why she couldn't have sat in his lap or sat with him. Or because whatever. they don't break the law. The law. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Um. They clearly just did, but whatever. Connie r- runs off like she does a runner. Meanwhile, their their elders that they that yeeted themselves off the cliff are being burned. And I did tell Mama Carnage, I was like, can you imagine that grill like for a party? Oh, that would smell so bad. No, I meant like the size of the grill though. For See, see, you guys are thinking the wrong thing. I'm not thinking about, you know, burning people on it. I'm thinking that grill would be awesome to have for a party. Think about how many hot dogs and hamburgers you could put on that grill. You've never had a grill, that, grill that big? I've totally been no. around a grill that big. I think it was fucking huge. I mean, it was human sized. Yeah. Uh-huh. That would have been awesome. Did, wait, why did you use, why did, wait, why did you have a human-sized grill? Hot dogs and baked potatoes. Not for humans. No. No humans ever. No. Although it would have smelled about the same. Okay. Well, anyway, they burn them and they put them on the sacred tree. Which then Mark 
goes and pees on. Goes and pees on after they see that they're like putting their ashes in the bottom of this burnt dead tree. But Mark goes and pees on the tree. And then this one guy flips out and starts yelling at Mark for peeing on their sacred tree. Put your disgusting dick away. Yeah, that was great. It's probably Ginger. He has no soul. He's a ginger. He's like, what? I just peed on a tree. What's the big deal? It's like, oh, you're dead. So big shock. A girl comes and takes him away because he thinks he's going to get laid because he peed on the dead tree. No, she's taking you to your doom. Yeah, come on. Question. What? Do you think she tried to impregnate herself with him before she killed him? First, before she killed him? Because they do say they bring outsiders to, to breed. They do, and she did seem like she wanted him earlier, but I'm thinking she doesn't want him because he's, he, he, uh defiled the tree well no i mean he's he was doomed destined to die anyway because he did that but like why waste the seed when you can get an extra child out of it is what i'm thinking yeah true could be i don't know i mean they were gonna kill christian and they did it to him yeah exactly well i mean that's jumping way ahead i mean technically the may queen picked him but come on that was pretty much a foregone conclusion yeah she was gonna pick his ass so yeah so Mark's gone. Simon's gone. Connie's gone. Let's see here. Josh, for his dissertation, is she... Yeah, I'm pretty sure they take... Speaking of... Sorry, just to jump backwards really quickly. I'm pretty sure that they grab Connie and kill her, too. Oh, yeah, they did. Oh, okay. She was the other body, the fourth body. Oh, okay. Yeah. You Which said she didn't run her, and I was like... Well, no, she ran away then when oh. they, she said Simon. They caught up to her, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, they did. Um. But she, you know, because Mark said, yeah, I saw her running into the woods. They mm. got her, though. Okay. Where was she going to run to? Where the fuck was she going to run to? She's in miles and miles of fucking Swedish forest. Yeah. So, which is even more desolate than Colorado forest. I don't know. I'm just saying. It's always sun, sunny in Sweden. So, it, you know. <laughs> it's it the, should be a fucking new show. It's a new show. It's always sunny in Sweden. Um, so Connie's gone. Simon's gone. Oh. Yeah, Josh gets shown by the elder this their version of like a Bible, which they have this one commune member who was forced and like he was a purposeful inbreeding. Yeah, ew. because they feel like his mind is not because clouded. they feel like he'll be he'll be um uh, what is the word disabled more open to the source and. If he's disabled, then he's more innocent, more open to the source, as you said, and therefore he'll be better to write in their sacred book. So he, they write, that's who writes in their sacred books, the ones that are forced in breeding. Like <sighs> every generation they have a forced in breeding, at least one it sounds like. Um, so Josh is getting shown this book and he's like, can I take pictures? Which Josh, come on, you should know better, my dude. Yeah, Especially after what Kaylee said. Um, and he's like, no, he's horrified. Well, Josh gets some stupid sauce in his head somehow. Like, I thought he was the smart one. Yeah. Goes in the middle of the night to go take pictures of this. Yeah. He's surprised by what he thinks is Mark, but it's really a villager with Mark's face cut out and put onto his face. And then he's knocked out and killed. Bye-bye, yes. Josh. Bye-bye, Josh. So now it's getting even better. Because Christian just completely shows his dickiness and we have to admit we have two chads in this movie i mean we have multiple chads but the biggest two chads i would think is mark and christian yeah christian is our king chad though yes first he doesn't understand while danny's upset that simon didn't run around connie he doesn't get it like he's no like, oh, well maybe you know he's coming back for her or whatever he's like oh you know they couldn't fit to, like he, he drank the kool-aid yeah there was no kool-aid at that point yeah he'd already drunk it and then the next day when they're like oh the bible's missing blah 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 well we're not friends with josh if he's still we have nothing to do with it he's not our friend like bitch he's your fucking friend yeah what the fuck i know just immediately like throws josh under the bus and where the fuck is the book like we didn't who was that just like a red herring i'm pretty sure that's a red herring and they had it i was wondering i was like you caught josh i mean he didn't take your book yeah okay so christian is taken off to the head 
elder's house. Well, um, Danny gets to go make meat pies. Like yes. his fucking Sweeney Todd with pubic hair in them. Uh, yeah. It's so disgusting. And the eldest one is telling, Siv is telling Christian about, oh, Maya's claimed you. She's she's chosen you for her whatever. Yeah. She got her pants license last her year. Her pants Bailey's license. Yeah, that was funny. Um, so she can have sex now. So Maya's the one that puts pubic hair in Christian's meat pie to put the curse on him. They find the hair. This actually happens before Josh and Mark are gone, but that's okay. Figures out it's a uh, pubic hair, and uh, they just laugh about it. It's just great. And then I'm just gonna skip ahead a little bit because this movie's so fucking long. Yeah. The next day, it's Christian and Danny are basically left. Yeah. And they're gonna take uh, they take Danny off to do the Mayflower the the, the May Queen dance May Queen dance. They drink this juice or tea or whatever they call it that's got this tea, properties yeah. that she, it has to have mushrooms or something. And so she could understand Swedish, first of all, now. Yeah. And her feet are growing into grass like she's becoming part of the earth. Yeah. she's. We, it's another hallucinogen, basically. And she wins. She wins May dance. Queen, which if you, if you win the dance, you become May Queen. Which, while she's been giving this hallucinogen... Christian's been given a completely other one. Yeah. Fantastic. So the May Queen has her meal. Mm-hmm. Where she spits out the salted herring. Ew, that's so disgusting. It's so gross. And Josh, I'm sorry, Christian's just not with it. He's like, what's going on? And, like, mm-hmm. he's still, like, fucked up with this drug. Mm-hmm. And they take Danny away because the May Queen has to go bless the harvest. Bless the crops. Well, they And, and they take him away. Um, and they take him to the barn where waiting for him is, what's her name? Mara? Maya. Maya. Maya and a bunch of women. And they're all naked. Oh, and, all naked. And Maya's like on this bed of of moss and flowers. And it's very pretty, actually. Um, and... And then it's, all, it's really weird while they're all naked while he... Uh, they all kind of like do this like humming chanting song while he does it with Maya. And then they when she moans, they like they like they mimic her moans and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I really thought it was funny when the old one lady goes behind him and like pushes on his ass. <laughs> We're like laughing. Like, get in deeper. I know, that was fucked. Um but was funny. <laughs> Danny's supposed to go bless the crops and she she hears the moaning and she goes over to the building and like peeks in through the door the keyholes and sees what's going on and freaks out and goes and cries and oh they all cry with her they all they cry all, with oh, her she's such a horrible crier isn't she like the ugliest fucking loudest crier you've ever met like even in the beginning and now i'm like yeah she's a terrible shut the fuck like up. she's a terrible crier not a terrible crier just a really loud ugly crier yes um uh i <sighs> I'm surprised that she... I was surprised that she cried so much when she saw him cheating on her. Like, I was like, bitch, are you even surprised? Like, he's a horrible boyfriend. I don't know why you care, but... I think it finally, like, like she'd been realizing it the whole time she was in Sweden, but it was finally, like, the last straw. Like, the straw that broke the camel's back. Okay. Because they had mentioned that they hadn't had sex for like a while before sweden even right yeah for because him to, like betray her so bad i mean it was like that's it we're done you know yeah we're done yeah <laughs> when he runs out of the barn naked <laughs> he's like trying to hold his junk and as he's running around running into people <laughs> and then he runs and hides in the chicken coop <sighs> and he finds jo- uh simon. mark simon? simon he finds simon in the chicken coop and Simon's like still breathing. Is he? I thought he was dead. I didn't know he had daffodils. He was for eyes. all. He had daffodils for eyes, and he was all strung up with hooks from the ceiling. But his lungs appeared to be opening and closing still. Like Did they? like yeah, behind him. Okay. They were like pulled out. I knew they were pulled out. Yeah, they were oh. pulled out, and they were like opening and closing still. Ugh. So I think he was still alive. Which how? is like I don't know how either, but that's extra horrible. 
so then he turns around away from that horribleness and um, gets like this weird sort of dust blown in his face that makes him unable to speak or move. Yeah. I would love a paralytic flower. Flower. Powder. Powder? Where can you get a paralytic powder? I need a paralytic... You need that, huh? I need to stop talking. I can't talk today. Paralytic powder. I feel like I need that for my job. (sighs) I don't... And personal reasons. Personal reasons. Asking for a friend, obviously. (laughs) Asking for a friend. So then he's sitting in, like, uh, a... uh, Yes? You have your hand raised? I have to make a comment of how fucking ugly Danny's flower crown and flower dress were. Like, I wanted to vomit, and I also, at the same time, when she was having dinner, thought I had a hallucinogen, because the one flower seemed to get bigger and smaller, bigger and smaller before my eyes, and I was like, was there a bug in there, or did I have a mushroom that went bad? Because it freaked me the fuck out. She did, she had, so the main reason I wanted to see this movie is because I wanted to see why she looked so horribly upset when she had so many pretty flowers around her. Seriously, that's why we fucking watch this movie? Maybe. I hate you. God. And this was her big May Queen dress. So she had this giant <gasps> flower crown, like the biggest flower crown you ever saw. And then she had, like, she looked like a Dalek from the head down <laughs> of flowers. <laughs> yes. That is what she looked like. She did. Well, and they, they fucking wheelbarrow Krish now because he's still paralyzed. That's what I was about to say, yes. Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. that's okay. Um, he's still paralyzed, and um, they're finally at the end of their ceremonies, their, their end ceremonies for their m- midsummer festival. And uh, they announce their all of their... Um, sacrifices four inside four outside four inside four outside the two elders the four outsiders two volunteers and then an extra one chosen by the may queen right and she gets to choose either a randomly selected like by bingo lottery uh a commune member or she could choose christian and she of course chooses christian who gets who gets sewn into a actual bear like it's a costume but it's an actual bear hey i love the respect they kept for those intestines you know they were eating those intestines later yeah they were they were eating all of that bear you use every part of the fucking animal they hollowed they hollowed an actual bear out and sewed him into it and then they put all the sacrifices into the their holy yellow building and lit it on fire so for the elders that they burned up did they just use effigies of them it was was like like a a statue of them like a it was like their their faces and then like and then like a straw straw man okay kind of like what they had for josh anyway because you yeah they fucking moved josh's but not josh uh, mark's body and it's like (laughs) nothing but a head (laughs) yeah that's what they did for everybody's, yeah. yeah. Except for the two who volunteered. They were the only ones who were full bodies. And then Christian. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Lit on fire. And then Danny's, like, smiling at the end. Yeah, and then she looks so miserable. And then at the end, she starts smiling. And it's like, oh, she finally drank the Kool-Aid. Yep. Paley will be happy. Yeah, Paley will be happy because I'm sure she's going to be with him next. How do you explain four people go to Sweden and don't come back? Five people go to Sweden and don't come back. How do you explain that? Two people from London go to Sweden and just don't come back. Like, does no one send, like, a search party or, like, police? I know, like, Contact they, Interpol? They, you would think this this commune would get found out and shut down because you would think that, like, the authorities would figure shit out. You would think. And I think they probably, yeah, I think we're right. I think they do this every year. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think so, too. Because I think 
that this and I think their whole like oh yeah our costumes yeah bullshit you live in those things <laughs> like you wear that you wear those clothes every fucking hey, day hey they look pretty fucking comfortable let's be honest I'm not saying they didn't I'm just saying linen breeds well except when you're in a house fire yeah. the Swedes thought this was a black comedy I love that wow they weren't insulted <laughs> at least at least they weren't insulted. They weren't horrified, though, either. They just thought it was, uh... Yeah, many Swedish critics praise the film as an excellent black comedy. Wow. Wow. I can see it. <laughs> um, well, do you have anything you want to talk about this movie? Um, so it, it was very surprising in a lot of ways. I was not expecting all the nudity. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting, well, I, I was pleasantly surprised, surprised, I was pleasantly surprised by the graphic violence. There wasn't enough of it. I thought there should have been more. Yeah. But I understand how they only had certain amount of sacrifices and stuff like that. Um, but there could have been more. Um, overall... I liked it. I think that I wish I could remember now what I dreamt about. <laughs> it unsettled. It did unsettle me overall. Like I was, I was at first. I was like, "This is way too cheerful to be unsettling." But as a whole, overall, there were parts that were very unsettling. So, so yeah. I'm glad I watched it. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm not. No, I'm <laughs> um, it was okay to me. Like, it was predictable, but most of the things we watch are predictable. I, like, I don't know. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, these two old people. As soon as they introduce the old people, well, they're going to sacrifice themselves. Right. Like, you knew that was going to happen. You know that you knew that no one was going to make it except for Danny from the very get-go. Right. I mean, these things were evident. <laughs> Um, I did like the, you know, the graphic, like they showed the, the, like I said, the woman's head splitting open like a melon, you know, they didn't shy away from that part of it. I wish they'd showed Mark's death on screen. That would have been pretty great. Yeah. Uh, disappointing. Or Simon or Connie's like, but you knew what happened. Yeah. You knew that Simon didn't go off. Like you knew it was like, you, um, I just felt like it drug on a little, like a half hour longer. Like if they cut it by a half hour, which is funny because yeah. the director's cut was even half hour longer than this. And even more graphic. I'm sure it's not in the deaths of the graphic. I'm sure it was more sex and nudity because he seems like a real perv. Ari Aster. Just kidding. I did appreciate the male nudity because it is such a trope to have female nudity in a horror film. So it's nice. Equal rights, people. Equal rights. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Um, I I. I mean, I don't generally enjoy male nudity, but... I'm not saying I enjoyed it. I'm just saying, like... But I, I enjoy your point. Yes. Like, it's... It's so... And just in film and director uh, general, it's so more common to have a nude female mm -hmm. than Be it is a nude male. Because, you know, horror, like most things, is usually created for the male gaze. Yes. And... What did I... Did I do something? Oh, I, I, you just dropped your mic, like... Boom, mic drop. My, um... My arms are tired because they're shaky and... Oh, okay. It wasn't, like, something I said then. I'm like, oh, give me a look. Um, yeah, well, and I don't... Maybe I'm wrong. I'm, like... Wait, I'm probably wrong because I'm not male. I don't know, like... Um... Like... You know, horror films, I mean, boobs, yay. I, I don't know. Maybe it is there, like, guys, like, enjoy that in horror films. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I don't think it was there for enjoyment. They do. But, well, I don't know. I just, I, in any film that you show male nudity, I'm like, good. You know what? Like, not like I like, get off on it, but I'm like, good. It should be that way. Like, the piano. It was shocking, but it's like, great. It's not just the woman showing her bits, you know? I don't know. It's just something about equality to me, like. 
it shouldn't always be like one side like it's well, always expected of the woman to show her right. shit and the men are just kind of covered up you know yeah know, well exactly this. no I agree with you but um and you can also tell when nudity is shot for like titillation versus not like this wasn't right yes the piano wasn't uh what was the one it's the one horror movie i'm thinking of see i just thought of one that i know you're not thinking of but uh um what is it called sorority babes in the slime ball bolorama which there it was for just gratuity yes there you go that's what i meant like just when it's gratuitous like that it's like come on you can tell yeah um but yeah i just i thought it went a little too long like i was like there i was telling chaos i'm like there was a point where like okay there's only two of them left yay we know one's gonna live so it can't have that much longer it had like 35 minutes left i was like what the fuck it was like after she'd been chosen may queen i'm like great we're 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 wind it down here she's been chosen the main queen someone's gonna die and one person's gonna be left and had like 35 fucking minutes left i was like you gotta be fucking kidding me could have shaved a lot more off but it it was um it was a good flick i like did like it um even though i hated the village and i hated the wicker man i did like this one. Oh, you hated the wicker man i don't remember i didn't like the nicholas cage one i don't know if i saw the original or not did we see the original yeah we did the original for this yeah, podcast I, if I liked it or not like i vaguely remember you know what i mean we've seen so many and my brain is so tiny that i can't keep them all in my brain stop staring at me like that i don't know they all roll around in my head stop staring at me swan um so yeah i did enjoy it. i just thought it was too long and the the one that stuck with me the most was yes the people jumping off the cliff and their, their melons exploding but the first scene too and the fact that she did flash back on it a couple times like even though she wasn't there like she could visualize it like it was in her dreams and stuff like just the i don't know why it just freaked me the fuck out so um yeah so i did enjoy it will i watch it again probably not for a long long time so yeah no i don't expect that i'll ever watch this again unless somebody's like oh you want to watch midsummer and i'm like if we have to like i enjoyed it but not enough to watch it again there's just some movies they only need one watching you know what i mean yeah exactly because it becomes like um what was it the uh last shift like if you watch it more than one time you're like why do we think this was so good it's horrible you know what i mean like you enjoy it less yeah it ruins it. it's kind of like schindler's list you can't watch it more than once it, it ruins it yeah sure i know you've never seen schindler's list i know you've never seen an oscar award-winning film in your fucking entire life and you refuse to do so and i accept that at this point 20 years later but just trust me on this one okay okay um i have fan fiction I have okay. no fanfiction.net at all. Uh-huh. So no, like, mainstream crossovers. But you know where I have fanfiction at? Yes. The porn site. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's not really the porn site. It's not, it's Archive of Our Own is not a porn site. It's, just, it's more adult fanfiction than fanfiction is. Yeah. It's the adult fanfiction of the 2020s, you know, or 2010s. Um, there are 145, though. Ton of stuff here. So if you are into fan fiction and you did enjoy this movie, there's lots of, there's like Danny Paley, there's um, lesbian fan fiction, um, all sorts of stuff. So, and some just John, uh, what is that, Jen? Like no relationship pairing, just Jen fan fiction. Uh-huh. Um, so go check it out for sure if you are interested in fan, it's archiveofourown.org. Go check it out, 145 different stories on there, so. Wow. Yeah. Cool. All right, should we rate this? Yeah, go ahead. It was your pick. Oh, do you have any trivia or anything? Um, I mean, I kind of gave it. I mean, it was Ariana Grande's favorite movie, Big Fucking Deal. I don't like that bitch. Just like I said, it, you know, there was one American in this whole movie, even though all four of them were, you know. They did have one where it was um, uh, at the very end, after the dinner, it's, um, or when she's taken to the dinner, she, Danny's lifted from the, when she's in the, she's won the May Queen. Yeah. They put her on her pedestal to take her to the dinner table. If you look in the back in the woods, you can see her sister with her exhaust tube hanging out of her mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Which freaks me out, so I can't talk about it. And that's all I have. Okay. Um, let's rate it. 
It's my pick, so I'll rate first. Um, I would say... Oh. What? I saw one other thing. What? According to the director, Pele was the villager to bludgeon Doss to death. Your friend bludgeoned you to death. How horrible. Like, he brought you to your uh, doom anyway. Uh, but then the actually I mean, he, hammer. He, yeah, he did it anyway, oh, no. technically. All right, fine. Um, I'm going to give this movie a seven. A solid seven. Solid seven? Yep. Okay. Um, I'm right there with you. I'll go 7.136. Okay. Enjoyed it. Won't watch it again for a while. Like like we just said. Yeah, I don't so. think it really needs another watch. Do you want to pimp us to get the fuck out then? Um or do you have more to say about this movie before we go. No, I don't have anything else to say. Uh yeah, let's let's get out. We are part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. Morbidly Beautiful is your place for all things horror. Uh, they have a great podcast network with a lot of quality shows, some that you might even like as much as us, so you should totally go check them out. They will be linked in the show notes. Uh, we are on social media. We are we are on Facebook. We have a Facebook community that is moderated by our social media, Maverick Maverick. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and Slasher. We are, um, what else? What else am I forgetting? We have a store, but is there anything else I'm forgetting? Good pods? Oh, uh, I haven't done anything with good pods. I don't, I don't mention them anymore. Um, we're on good pods. Um... We are, uh, we have a merch store that's, um, if you've got cash to flash, we should totally check out. We've got several designs. Um, it's a threadless store. We'll link that in the show notes, show notes too. So that's it from me, Chaos. I'll just say thank you for listening and stay bloodthirsty, friends. Good night from Carnage. And as always, we're filmed in front of a live studio audience of sweet little kitty cats. Meow, meow, meow.